February of the Diary of Samuel Pepys, sixteen sixty two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. The Diary of Samuel Pepys, sixteen sixty two, by Samuel Pepys. February. February first. This morning, within till eleven o'clock, and then with Commissioner Pett to the office, and he stayed there writing, while I and Sir W. Penn walked in the garden talking about his business of putting his son to cambridge and to that end i intend to write to-night to dr fairbrother to give me an account of mr burton of magdalen thence with mr pett to the painters and he likes our pictures very well and so do i thence he and i to the countess of sandwich to lead him to her to kiss her hands and dined with her and told her the news which sir w pen told me to-day that expresses come from my lord with letters that by a great storm and tempest the mole of Argier is broken down, and many of their ships sunk into the mole, so that God Almighty hath now ended that unlucky business for us, which is very good news. After dinner to the office, where we stayed late, and so I home, and late writing letters to my father and Dr. Fairbrother, and an angry letter to my brother John, for not writing to me, and so to bed. Second, Lord's Day. To church in the morning, and then home, and dined with my wife, and so both of us to church again, where we had an Oxford man give us a most impertinent sermon upon cast your bread upon the waters, etc. So home to read, supper, and to prayers, and then to bed. Third. After music practice I went to the office, and there were the two Sir Williams all the morning about business, and at noon I dined with Sir W. Batten with many friends more, it being his wedding day, and among other frolics, it being their third year, they had three pies, whereof the middlemost was made of an oval form, in an oval hole within the other two, which made much mirth, and was called the middle piece, and above all the rest, we had great striving to steal a spoonful out of it, and I remember Mrs. Mills, the minister's wife, did steal one for me, and did give it me, and to end all, Mrs. Shipman did fill the pie full of white wine, it holding at least a pint and a half, and did drink it off for health to Sir William and my lady, it being the greatest draught that ever I did see a woman drink in my life. Before we had dined came Sir G. Carteret, and we went all three to the office, and did business there till night, and then to Sir W. Batten again, and I went along with my lady and the rest of the gentlewomen to Major Holmes's, and there we had a fine supper, among others, excellent lobsters, which I never eat at this time of the year before. The Major hath good lodgings at the Trinity House. Here we stayed, and at last home, and being in my chamber, we do hear great noise of mirth at Sir William Batten's, tearing the ribbons for my lady and him. So I to bed. Fourth, to Westminster Hall, where it was full term here all the morning, and at noon to my lord Crews, where one Mr. Tempter, an ingenious man, and a person of honour he seems to be, dined, and discoursing of the nature of serpents, he told us some that in the waste places of Lancashire do grow to a great bigness, and that do feed upon larks, which they take thus. They observe when the lark is soared to the highest, and do crawl till they come to be just underneath them, and there they place themselves with their mouths uppermost, and there, as is conceived, they do eject poison up to the bird, for the bird do suddenly come down again in its course of a circle, and falls directly into the mouth of the serpent, which is very strange. He is a great traveller, and speaking of the tarantula, he says that all the harvest long, about which times they are most busy, their fiddlers go up and down the fields everywhere, in expectation of being hired by those that are stung. Thence to the office, where late, and so to my chamber, and then to bed, my mind a little troubled how to put things in order to my advantage in the office, in readiness to the duke's orders lately sent to us, and of which we are to treat at the office to-morrow morning. This afternoon, going into the office, one met me and did serve a subpoena upon me for one field, whom we did commit to prison the other day, for some ill words he did give the office, the like he had for others, but we shall scour him for it. Fifth. Early at the office. 
Sir G. Carteret, the two Sir Williams and myself, all alone reading of the Duke's institutions for the settlement of our office, whereof we read as much as concerns our own duties, and left the other officers for another time. I did move several things for my purpose, and did ease my mind. At noon Sir W. Penn dined with me, and after dinner he and I and my wife to the theatre and went in, but being very early we went out again to the next door, and drank some Rhenish wine and sugar, and so to the house again, and there saw rule a wife and have a wife, very well done. And here also I did look long upon my Lady Castlemaine, who notwithstanding her late sickness, continues a great beauty, home and supped with Sir W. Penn, and played at cards with him, and so home and to bed, putting some cataplasm to my, which begins to swell again. Sixth, At my music practice, and so into my cellar to my workmen, and I am very much pleased with my alteration there. About noon comes my uncle Thomas to me to ask for his annuity, and I did tell him my mind freely. We had some high words, but I was willing to end all in peace, and so I made him dine with me, and I have hopes to work my end upon him. After dinner the barber trimmed me, and so to the office, where I do begin to be exact in my duty there, and exacting my privileges, and shall continue to do so. None but Sir W. Batten and me here to-night, and so we broke up early, and I home and to my chamber to put things in order, and so to bed. My swelling, I think, do begin to go away again. 7th. Among my workmen this morning. By and by, by water to Westminster with Commissioner Pett, landing my wife at Blackfriars, where I hear the prisoners in the tower that are to die, are come to the Parliament House this morning, to the wardrobe to dinner with my lady, where civet cat, parrot, apes, and many other things are come from my lord by Captain Hill, who dined with my lady with us to-day, thence to the painters, and am well pleased with our pictures. So by coach home, where I found the joiners putting up my chimney-piece in the dining-room, which pleases me well, only the frame for a picture they have made so massy and heavy, that I cannot tell what to do with it. This evening came my she-cousin Porter to see us, the first time that we had seen her since we came to this end of the town, and after her Mr. Hart, who both stayed with us a pretty while, and so went away. By and by, hearing that Mr. Turner was much troubled at what I do in the office, and do give ill words to Sir W. Penn and others of me, I am much troubled in my mind, and so went to bed, not that I fear him at all, but the natural aptness I have to be troubled at anything that crosses me. 8th. All the morning in the cellar with the colliers, removing the coals out of the old coal-hole into the new one, which cost me eight shillings the doing. But now the cellar is done and made clean, it do please me exceedingly, as much as anything that was ever yet done to my house. I pray God keep me from setting my mind too much upon it. About three o'clock, the colliers having done, I went up to dinner, my wife having often urged me to come. But my mind is so set upon these things that I cannot but be with the workmen, to see things done to my mind, which, if I am not there, is seldom done. And so to the office, and thence to talk with Sir W. Penn, walking in the dark in the garden some turns, he telling me of the ill-management of our office, and how would the timber merchant and others were very knaves, which I am apt to believe. Home, and wrote letters to my father and my brother John, and so to bed, being a little chillish, intending to take physic to-morrow morning. Ninth, Lord's Day. I took physic this day, and was all day in my chamber, talking with my wife about her laying out of twenty pounds, which I had long since promised her to lay out in clothes, against Easter for herself, and composing some airs, God forgive me, at night to prayers and to bed. Tenth. Music practice a good while, then to Paul's churchyard, and there I met with Dr. Fuller's England's Worthies, the first time that I ever saw it, and so I sat down reading in it till it was two o'clock before I thought of the time going, and so I rose and went home to dinner, being much troubled that, though he had some discourse with me about my family and arms, he says nothing at all, nor mentions us either in Cambridgeshire or Norfolk but I believe indeed our family were never considerable, at home all the afternoon, and at night to bed. 11th. Music. Then my brother Tom came, and spoke to him about selling off Sturtlow. 
he consents to and i think will be the best for him considering that he needs money and has no mind to marry dined at home and at the office in the afternoon so home to music my mind being full of our alterations in the garden and my getting of things in the office settled to the advantage of my clerks which i found mr turner much troubled at and myself am not quiet in mind but i hope by degrees to bring it to it at night begun to compose songs and begin with gaze not on swans so to bed twelfth this morning till four in the afternoon i spent abroad doing of many and considerable businesses at mr phillips the lawyer with prior westminster my lord crews wardrobe etc and so home about the time of day to dinner with my mind very highly contented with my day's work wishing i could do so every day then to my chamber drawing up writings in expectation of my uncle thomas coming so to my music and then to bed this night i had half a hundred poor jack sent me by mr addis thirteenth after music comes my cousin tom pepys the executor and he did stay with me above two hours discoursing about the difference between my uncle thomas and me and what way there may be to make it up and i have hopes we may do good of it for all this then to dinner and then came mr kennard and he and i and sir w pen went up and down his house to view what may be the contrivance and alterations there to the best advantage so home where mr blackburn whom i have not seen a long time was come to speak with me and among other discourse he do tell me plain of the corruption of all our treasurer's officers and that they hardly pay any money under ten per cent and that the other day for a mere assignation of two hundred pounds to some counties they took fifteen pounds which is very strange so to the office till night and then home and to write by the post about many businesses and so to bed last night died the queen of bohemia fourteenth valentine's day i did this day purposely shun to be seen at sir w batten's because i would not have his daughter to be my valentine as she was the last year there being no great friendship between us now as formerly this morning in comes w bowyer who was my wife's valentine she having at which i made good sport to myself held her hands all the morning that she might not see the painters that were at work in gilding my chimney-piece and pictures in my dining-room by and by she and i by coach with him to westminster by the way leaving at tom's and my wife's father's lodgings each of them some poor jack and some she carried to my father bowyer's where she stayed while i walked in the hall and there among others met with sergeant pierce and i took him aside to drink a cup of ale and he told me the basest thing of mr montague's and his man eschars going away in debt that i am troubled and ashamed but glad to be informed of he thinks he has left a thousand pounds for my lord to pay and that he has not laid out three thousand pounds out of the five thousand pounds for my lord's use and is not able to make an account of any of the money my wife and i to dinner to the wardrobe and then to talk with my lady and so by coach it raining hard home and so to do business and to bed fifteenth with the two sir williams to the trinity house and there in their society had the business debated of sir nicholas crisp's sass at deptford then to dinner and after dinner i was sworn a younger brother sir w rider being deputy master for my lord of sandwich and after i was sworn all the elder brothers shake me by the hand it is their custom it seems hence to the office and so to sir william batten's all three and there we stayed till late talking together in complaint of the treasurer's instruments above all mr waith at whose child's christening our wives and we should have been to-day but none of them went and i am glad of it for he is a very rogue so home and drew up our report for sir n crisp's sass and so to bed no news yet of our fleet gone to tangier which we now begin to think long sixteenth lord's day to church this morning and so home and to dinner in the afternoon i walked to st bride's to church to hear dr jacob preach upon the recovery and at the request of mrs turner who came abroad this day the first time since her long sickness he preached upon david's words i shall not die but live and declare the works of the lord and made a pretty good sermon though not extraordinary after sermon i led her home and sat with her and there was the doctor got before us but strange what a command he hath got over mrs turner 
who was so careful to get him what he would after his preaching to drink and he with a cunning gravity knows how to command and had it and among other things told us that he heard more of the common prayer this afternoon while he stood in the vestry before he went up into the pulpit than he had heard this twenty years thence to my uncle white to meet my wife and with other friends of hers and his met by chance we were very merry and supped and so home not being very well through my usual pain got by cold so to prayers and to bed and there had a good draught of mulled ale brought me seventeenth this morning both sir williams myself and captain cock and captain tinker of the convertine which we are going to look upon being intended to go with these ships fitting for the east indies down to deptford and thence after being on shipboard to woolwich and there eat something the sir williams being unwilling to eat flesh captain cock and i had a breast of veal roasted and here i drank wine upon necessity being ill for want of it and i find reason to fear that by my too sudden leaving off wine i do contract many evils upon myself going and coming we played at gleek and i won nine shillings sixpence clear the most that have i won in my life i pray god it may not tempt me to play again being come home again we went to the dolphin where mr alcock and my lady and mrs martha batten came to us and after them many others as it always is where sir w batten goes and there we had some pullets to supper i eat though i was not very well and after that left them and so home and to bed eighteenth lay long in bed then up to the office we having changed our days to tuesday and saturday in the morning and thursday at night and by and by with sir w pen mr kennard and others to survey his house again and to contrive for the alterations there which will be handsome i think after we had done at the office i walked to the wardrobe where with mr moore and mr lewis phillips after dinner we did agree upon the agreement between us and prior and i did seal and sign it having agreed with sir william pen and my wife to meet them at the opera and finding by my walking in the streets which were everywhere full of brickbats and tiles flung down by the extraordinary wind the last night such as hath not been in memory before unless at the death of the late protector that it was dangerous to go out of doors and hearing how several persons had been killed to-day by the fall of things in the streets and that the pageant in fleet street is most of it blown down and hath broke down part of several houses among others dick bridgens and that one lady sanderson a person of quality in covent garden was killed by the fall of the house in her bed last night i sent my boy home to forbid them to go forth but he bringing me word that they are gone i went thither and there saw the law against lovers a good play and well performed especially the little girls whom i never saw act before dancing and singing and were it not for her the loss of roxolana would spoil the house so home and to music and so to bed nineteenth music practice thence to the trinity house to conclude upon our report of sir m chris project who came to us to answer objections but we did give him no ear but our resolve to stand to our report that i could wish we had shewn him more justice and had heard him thence to the wardrobe and dined with my lady and talked after dinner as i used to do and so home and up to my chamber to put things in order to my good content and so to music practice twentieth this morning came mr child to see me and set me something to my theorbo and by and by come letters from tangier from my lord telling me how upon a great defeat given to the portuguese there by the moors he had put in three hundred men into the town and so he is in possession of which we are very glad because now the spaniards designs of hindering our getting the place are frustrated i went with the letter enclosed to my lord chancellor to the house of lords and did give it him in the house and thence to the wardrobe with my ladies and there could not stay dinner but went by promise to mr savills and there sat the first time for my picture in little which pleaseth me well so to the office till night and then home twenty-first all the morning putting things in my house in order and packing up glass to send into the country to my father and books to my brother john and then to my lord crews to dinner and thence to mr lewis phillips chamber and there at noon with him for business and received eighty pounds upon jasper trice's account and so home with it and so to my chamber for all this evening and then to bed twenty-second 
at the office busy all the morning and thence to dinner to my lady sandwiches and thence with mr moore to our attorney wellpools and there found that godfrey has basely taken out a judgment against us for the forty pounds for which i am vexed and thence to buy a pair of stands and a hanging shelf for my wife's chamber and so home and thither came mr savile with the pictures and we hung them up in our dining-room it comes now to appear very handsome with all my pictures this evening i wrote letters to my father among other things acquainting him with the unhappy accident which hath happened lately to my lord of dorset's two oldest sons who with two bellasses and one squire wentworth were lately apprehended for killing and robbing of a tanner about newington on wednesday last and are all now in newgate i am much troubled for it and for the grief and disgrace it brings to their families and friends after this having got a very great cold i got something warm to-night and so to bed twenty-third lord's day my cold being increased i stayed at home all day pleasing myself with my dining-room now graced with pictures and reading of dr fuller's worthies so i spent the day and at night comes sir w pen and supped and talked with me this day by god's mercy i am twenty-nine years of age and in very good health and like to live and get an estate and if i have a heart to be contented i think i may reckon myself as happy a man as any is in the world for which god be praised so to prayers and to bed twenty-fourth long with mr birkenshaw in the morning at my music practice finishing my song of gaze not on swans in two parts which pleases me well and i did give him five pounds for this month or five weeks that he hath taught me which is a great deal of money and trouble me to part with it thence to the painters and set again for my picture in little and thence over the water to southwark to mr birkenshaw's house and there sat with him all the afternoon he showing me his great card of the body of music which he cries up for a rare thing and i do believe it costs much pains but is not so useful as he would have it then we sat down and set nulla nulla sit formido and he has set it very finely so home and to supper and then called will up and chid him before my wife for refusing to go to church with the maids yesterday and telling his mistress that he would not be made a slave of which vexes me so to bed twenty fifth all the morning at the office at noon with mr moore to the coffee-house where among other things the great talk was of the effects of this late great wind and i heard one say that he had five great trees standing together blown down and beginning to lop them one of them as soon as the lops were cut off did by the weight of the root rise again and fasten we have letters from the forest of dean that above a thousand oaks and as many beeches are blown down in one walk there and letters from my father tell me of twenty pounds hurt done to us at brampton this day in the news-book i find that my lord buckhurst and his fellows have printed their case as they did give it in upon examination to a justice of peace wherein they make themselves a very good tale that they were in pursuit of thieves and that they took this man for one of them and so killed him and that he himself confessed it was the first time of his robbing and that he did pay dearly for it for he was a dead man but i doubt things will be proved otherwise as they say home to dinner and by and by comes mr hunt and his wife to see us and stayed a good while with us then parted and i to my study in the office the first time since the alteration that i have begun to do business myself there and i think i shall be well pleased with it at night home to supper and to bed twenty sixth mr birkenshaw with me all the morning composing of music to this cursed jealousy what is it a song of sir w davenant's after dinner i went to my booksellers w joyce's and several other places to pay my debts and do business i being resolved to cast up my accounts within a day or two for i fear i have run out too far in coming home i met with a face i knew and challenged him thinking it had been one of the theatre musicians and did inquire for a song of him but finding it a mistake and that it was a gentleman that comes sometimes to the office i was much ashamed but made a pretty good excuse that i took him for a gentleman of gray's inn who sings well and so parted home for all night and set things in order and so to bed twenty seventh this morning came mr birkenshaw to me and in our discourse i finding that he cries up his rules for most perfect though i do grant them to be very good and the best i believe that ever yet were made and that i could not persuade him to grant wherein they were somewhat lame 
we fell to angry words so that in a pet he flung out of my chamber and i never stopped him having intended to put him off to-day whether this had happened or no because i think i have all the rules that he hath to give and so there remains not the practice now to do me good and it is not for me to continue with him at five pounds per month so i settled to put all his rules in fair order in a book which was my work all the morning till dinner after dinner to the office till late at night and so home to write by the post and so to bed twenty eighth the boy feigning to call us up as i commanded i was angry and resolved to whip him for that and many other faults to-day early with sir w pen by coach to whitehall to the duke of york's chamber and there i presented him for my lord a fine map of tangier done by one captain beckman a swede that is with my lord we stayed looking it over a great while with the duke after he was ready thence i by water to the painters and there sat again for my face in little and thence home to dinner and so at home all the afternoon then came mr moore and stayed and talked with me and then i to the office there being all the admiralty papers brought hither this afternoon from mr blackburn's where they have lain all this while ever since my coming into this office this afternoon mr hayter received half a year's salary for me so that now there is not owing me but this quarter which will be out the next month home and to be as good as my word i bade will get me a rod and he and i called the boy up to one of the upper rooms of the comptroller's house towards the garden and there i reckoned all his faults and whipped him soundly but the rods were so small that i fear they did not much hurt to him but only to my arm which i am already within a quarter of an hour not able to stir almost after supper to bed end of february